Hey, yo, this is Joe. And this is your boy, Eli. And on this episode of the Off Wrestling Podcast, we will be reviewing the 2021 Ray Rumble pay-per-view. But first, that intro. pay-per-view started off with the opening promo which showed Bianca Belair at least seven times which was a red flag to me that she was probably gonna win the Rumble. <laughs> Usually when they show a person like more than two or three times it's pretty fair to say they might end up being important in that match. They did have the WWE Her Chronicle. I, I watched that literally minutes before the Rumble so when I saw that I was like alright Bianca's got this. Like, she's gonna <laughs> She got it? <laughs> yeah she got it in the back. They wouldn't waste time talking about her life without doing something important. Exactly. At the pay per view coming up. Yeah. Exactly. That's pretty. Was much that, that was that a good was that a good documentary though? Yes, it was, and it was only it was only thirty minutes. I wish it was longer, um, but yeah, it was a pretty good uh, documentary. Only about 29, 30 minutes. It really hyped me for okay. her winning the rumble. So if that was a goal, they definitely achieved it because it was dope. Nice, nice. I'm definitely gonna have to go back and just watch it and just kind of see like what it was all about and some of her story. Cause I've seen one before. I think NXT had did a documentary on her, but it was like a quick little five minute video. Yeah. And it was basically talking about like her life as an athlete. But then I saw on Twitter, she was talking about like just different things with depression and stuff like that. And I didn't know her story went that deep. So I definitely want to go back and just try to check it out and see what I, you know, what I didn't know about her. Right. Yeah. And uh, getting into the actual, like the first match, what did you think about the, the Goldberg and Drew McIntyre match. But first, let me just say, I I went back so many times. Like, I was actually, like, tracking how long the match was. With the pre-match squabble, like, even with the thing before the match and, like, the bell not ringing, it was only four minutes and 17 seconds of a match. And oh then, the, But the actual match from when the bell rang to, like, him, you know, Drew picking up the win, it was two minutes and 32 seconds. That's how long that match was. What did you think about wow. it? Um what, yeah, just what did you think overall? I think as soon as I heard Goldberg's music, I just took a deep sigh. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I'm in for some BS. Like, I just, I knew what I was in for. And it's like, I'm not going to lie, like, his interests are pretty cool. Like, I always appreciate his interests, the music. It gets me in that, oh, nostalgic WCW feeling. Or when I used to play Here Comes the Pain, and I used to pick his character. Like, I got those vibes, you know what I mean? But as far as, like, seeing him wrestle, I was not excited for it. And it was just like, what kind of contract does this man have to where he could just do these random matches without fighting for a number one contender spot, <laughs> without fighting his way up to fight that wrestler? He could just come in, challenge people, and have a main event spot. And it's like, as far as Goldberg's talent, he doesn't have much talent besides, like, the jackhammer and the spear, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, banging his head on locker. So it was just like, what, what's the draw? I don't know. I guess yeah. the music, I don't know. Yeah. But as far as, like, the match, um, it <laughs> There was some botchy stuff in there. Like, Goldberg did a jackhammer on Drew, and, like, his body landed weird. Like, his legs landed before his body did when he jackhammered him. I saw that. Like, yeah, and it was just really weird, and that kind of threw me off. Um, Yeah, it it just – it felt like a microwave match. Like, I could have – it took more time to heat up a hot pocket than it did to watch this (laughs) match. Yeah, like – That's how I felt about it. 
same and like when i saw like when i saw goldberg hit two spears in a row and then i saw him going for the jackhammer i was like wait how many moves does this man have again i guess just two and that's it like <laughs> if you really think about goldberg's moveset, set he speared him through so he has a spear he has a jackhammer and then occasionally he will like spinning heel kick somebody but that rarely happens so really this man has two moves so when i saw that i was like yeah we bought the it's about to be over and done with really quick um again i think i was on with the rest of the internet just like you know i get that goldberg can be a draw for certain people but for me like once that nostalgia dies down i'm like okay this is a two minute match for the world title like it's not that <laughs> this ain't it you know what i mean yeah. um it's like I, the one yeah i wasn't necessarily mad at the match itself like i knew what to expect like four minutes tops because like even in this prime at the max goldberg went like five minutes and I think mm-hmm. when he tried to go seven minutes or 11 minutes one time, like he was just absolutely gassed and it just didn't work. So even as his prime, he couldn't go five minutes. So I knew this was like two, three minute match. Um, I'm just mad somebody else couldn't get the spotlight for it. Like that, that's all. You know? Yeah. That's, I feel like someone else definitely deserved that spot. Even if it was just like Keith Lee doing a rematch or it was Keith Lee versus Sheamus versus Drew. Yes. Like something else to where we can get invested in it. Yeah. I feel like this was just very thrown together and random. And it was. It was. Like Goldberg had a contract thing and they were like, well, he has a couple matches left. Let's just throw him against Drew. Right. I and have that. Drew beat him. I feel like that's what it was. Like he had a contract appearance yeah. and they just threw him into the rumble. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Goldberg lost clean, which I'm 100% cool with. And he could not reach out for that title. So I'm cool with that. Yeah, go away. Go away, old man. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to around over. And I guess Goldberg, I guess Goldberg respects him now because after the match, he was like, You passed. You passed the test. And I'm like, What was the test? Right. <laughs> I, would, I would not have shaken his hand. I would have been like, I, There was no test, bro. You crazy. You like, crazy. You well, eh? What was you mad at me for? Yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about that right now. Right. Like, and uh, yeah, what do you think was, of what do you think about the whole them doing the rematch of the Sasha and Carmella thing? Like, so we've already seen this match at least three or four times. I know it like by now because they played this on SmackDown. Like it's been like a SmackDown main event match. Like, what did you actually think of it? Would you mad at them rebooking this match again? Like, what? I wouldn't have been mad at if maybe Carmella would have won or cheated to win. I feel like right. that would have progressed her a little more. I was more so mad because they debuted this new character that she is. Yes, and like she just keeps losing to the to the main champion. Yes, on SmackDown. And she doesn't overcome her. Like, what's the point of this new character? Like, right. what can I get behind with this? It's just Carmella still. Like, yeah, it's Carmella with fancier ring gear and a, a Somali and, now she, and Reginald. Now she like, does that's want. pretty much all it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, and for me, this was like the, I think it's like the fourth time she tapped out. Like, she's not, she hasn't been winning. So it's, for me, I just noted, it's a weird way to establish a new character with like four or five straight losses. Like, and I mean, yeah. a match itself was cool. I mean, it's pretty much the same thing as what we've, we've seen the last few weeks, but, um, I don't, again, I'm with you. I don't get the point of them hyping up this new character just to have her consistently lose. Like, she could have just stayed, you know, moonwalking Carmella for that. You know? <laughs> with the Jordans on Why? that nobody wears. Hey, I wear Jordans. <laughs> the co- no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, the colorway she wears, okay, yeah, she yeah, wears yeah. Okay. is like, that's not colorways that you, you buy. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what you buy. So, but yeah, I think overall, I think the match was, it was pretty cool. It was solid. Um, there was a couple of cool little spots here and there. Uh, I'm trying to think, there was a moment where Carmella caught um Sasha with like a super kick to the chest yes. that caught me off guard. I've never seen her do that before. It's like she super kicked her and then she followed it with another one. And then I think it went right into 
Sasha doing the bank statement. It was a wrap after that. And I was like, oh, it's, it's over already? Like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, it's over. And she just tapped clean. And I was like, it's a wrap for your character. Yeah. Like, and then I saw her crying. I was like, I wonder if those are real tears because I'd be crying for real. If, like, <laughs> I got this whole re-debut with this new character and now it's not even important anymore. Yeah. Like, that's got to hurt. I just hope they kind of move on to another angle. Like, give her another opponent, but a beatable opponent that she can kind of look better with. You know what I mean? Because they weren't, I think the mm-hmm. plan was never to give the, take the bet off Sasha. So, you know, it was a lose-lose. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't take that, yo. But now, now this was my favorite match of the night, the women's Royal Rumble. I think that was, yeah, it was that was my favorite match of the night. Um, a lot of big high spots in the match, yes, uh, especially the biggest thing, I guess, starting with Naomi returning as number two. I was like, bro, where's she been for months, bro? <laughs> it was kind of the same thing for me. It was just like, what? Naomi's back? And I picked her to win because I knew eventually she had to come back. But like just seeing her, it felt so good. Like I felt like she's been a missing piece. In the women's yes. division, it was just really great to see her back in the ring and all her glory. You know what I mean, yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know how many. I didn't know like what she was doing while she was gone. She could have been taking some family time. You know, what I'm saying I don't know, but it's clearly, like as far as the the women's division, she's clearly evidently been missing because it's like I feel like they've just been throwing people in tag teams, and they kind of need that one main character to add to the story. So yeah, I was I was really happy to see her back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I guess the next high spot for me was, uh, what was it Shotzi Blackheart? Her interest was dope to me. That was kind of dope. And uh, I think I noted I did not want Bianca to enter at number three because <laughs> I just kept thinking in the back of my mind, like, please do not have Naomi eliminate Bianca or vice versa. Please keep both of them in the Rumble <laughs> as long as humanly possible. And there was like, a moment there where it was like, uh-oh, like, this might happen. <laughs> Yeah. And I was supposed to say that I was like, please, I was like, I want them to have a moment together, but like don't let them eliminate each other. I felt the same right. way. Yeah. Not like this. Um also okay, so I thought they were gonna do the gimmick, the Billy K gimmick the entire night. Uh mm-hmm. it was like really dumb to me. You know, like so they had her like basically she was I guess she was in the match. Technically she was entered in as like number four, number five, something like that. And she was just like handing her resume out to people and standing at the announce table. And each person came in, she was getting the resume. I was like, this is dumb. And I really hope they don't keep doing it for everyone's entrance. Cause it was just like a joke by the time they get to um like Jillian Hall. Mm-hmm. Cause I think they brought Jillian Hall back and <laughs> Billy um, and Jilly. Billy and Jillian. I was like Honestly, her character may be the only gimmick I equally hate as much as the current Billy Kay gimmick. So I was like, <laughs> they're kind of perfect for each other, but I hate them both. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're both um, very cringy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think about Victoria coming back? Bruh, I got so happy. I watched the interview with her and Chris Van Vliet. Uh, shout out to Chris Van Vliet. Follow our Twitter not so long ago. You know what I mean? Putting it out there. But uh, there was an interview where she was saying, like, there was a chance she might come back to the ring and potentially return to WWE. And she was saying, like, if she ever got a call for the Rumble, she'd come back. And just seeing her come back in the ring, I was like, yo, they must have called her. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? This is really exciting to see her and then seeing her do the Widow's Peak and everything. Like, it just it brought me back to a place when I was younger where, like, you know, she was, like, a top dog in the women's division. Yes. It was dope to see her. The only person I didn't see in this that I really, really wanted to see was Melina. I haven't seen. I don't know what Melina's doing. I think she came mm. from like one reunion y'all role, and that was it. But I really wanted to see her in this match. But I, I will definitely take Victoria also being in the match because I love it. Um, what do you think about them having King on the commentary? Is he still problematic? 
he wasn't so bad on this match. Like he wasn't so bad. I feel like he didn't yell puppies past... or anything crazy. Yeah. Like that. But I was like, okay. I was like, okay, King. I was like, yeah. I was kind of like East Line. I was like, all right, you know. Relax. I think he said one line who was like, you know, this is a women's Royal Rumble match. It's giving me an idea of what heaven's gonna be like. I was like, all right, borderline, borderline, borderline. All right, bro. <laughs> Like, no, 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 it's not the attitude there. Come on, come on, chill. Yeah. We're different now. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. I think he uh, toned it down a little bit. He wasn't annoying. He didn't make those corny jokes as much. Like, he stuck with what the Rumble was. And he even, like, had things that he said where he was like, well, for me watching at home, I noticed this with this wrestler. Like, yeah. he actually contributed to the conversation more. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I liked it this time around. It seemed like he watched the product this time around before yes. when they had him, like, I think it was like a few months or a year ago. I was like, I don't know if he's really been watching SmackDown at all. Um, <laughs> you're not watching this show. <laughs> you're not watching this show. They just gave me the call. I could do your job right now. Right. But they did bring, like, but speaking of which, they did bring, so in total, as far as like the veterans, I noted they brought Mickey James back. It was a kind of a pop for that. Uh, Tori Wilson, uh, Victoria, Jillian Hall, um, Alicia Fox. I don't know which category she kind of falls in. I think I, w- I would deem her as a veteran. Um, just because of how long she was with the company, to my knowledge, she's not mm-hmm. with WWE anymore. And I was kind of surprised but, they had that little. They, okay, so they had the little R Truth shot, the R Truth spot where she became the twenty four seven champion mm-hmm. for a second. I thought she was gonna keep it, and that was what's gonna bring her back to Raw or something. But when she lost yeah. it, I was like, okay, well, they just had her back for one night, and that was it. Yeah, that's the thing I noted too. I was like, they referred to her as a legend. Yeah. And then I was like, is she a legend though? Like, is she a legend or does she just have a lot of, a lot of longevity in the company? Like, is she really a legend? Like, what has she done that's noteworthy? I know she's like, she's the like the youngest uh, when they had the Divas title, the Divas she's champion. the youngest Divas champion. Yeah. So I guess that would be legendary and she's probably like the first black woman that did it. Yeah. But other than that, it's like, what else? You know what has she done? I think that's enough to be legendary. That's though. enough to be like, legendary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. I think she had like ten Respect plus to years. Alicia Fox. Respect to Elisa. She had like ten plus years, yeah. or whatever. Um, Our bad. <laughs> you're bad. I never doubted it. Um, <laughs> but okay, so I don't know about spots for you, but the scariest spot of the night for me—not scary as dangerous, but scary. This is—it was scary for me—is when Naomi and Bianca had the spot where they were. Uh, both on the apron, mm. about to get eliminated. That was so scary for me because there were two of my favorites in the division about to eliminate each other. Same, I was so same. scared, bro. I was like, no. Was like, my heart dropped a little bit. And I was yeah. like, don't do this. Don't, don't do, do this it. to me. Bro, I got up and on I was the like, couch. Whoa. I brought up on the couch. Like, hold up. Wait. <laughs> don't do it to me right now. Yeah. Like my heart dropped for real, bro. Like yeah. I was really anxious, and I was like, "Yo, like I'm invested in this match right now. This is yeah. nice." Like, that was yeah. I haven't felt good. this in a minute. Right, I felt this in a minute. Right, uh, and like so, the Alexa, the whole Alexa Bliss thing. Like, what did you think about that when um she hit the ring and oh stuff? When I saw Alexa and I saw the lights go out, I was like, "She about to hit the she about to win the rumble." Like that's what I thought. Like when I saw her, I was like, "They're gonna do the lights out thing." She's gonna all of a sudden be wearing all black, and she's gonna eliminate like eleven girls all at once. And I was gonna absolutely hate it. Um, but I thought you... they were gonna have it where the lights went out, and then like her hair color changed, and they went yes. into the new pigtails. Right. I was gonna hate it. Like I was gonna throw the whole match out. At right. That point. So I love that they jumped her. It was like, nah, fair. <laughs> yeah. Not in the rumble. And then when they jumped her, I was like, how come Asuka hasn't done this to her? Like just punched her in the back of the head. <laughs> Punch her in the neck while she transform him. Yeah. <laughs> right in the jugular. Right. Uh, 
So, like, I, I really love it. It made me laugh when they jumped her. Yes. Because um, I was like, I, she better not transform mid-match. Like, we don't have time for this right now. Right. No. To me, that would have kind of been hokey for the Rumble. And it was like, okay, you're you're doing a bit much for it. And just leave it to, like, everything we've seen so far. But one thing I'm glad they didn't do, which I thought they may do because they jumped her, I thought that she was going to enter as Alexa as number 27. And then, mm-hmm. you know, as the Fiend version of Alexa is number 28. And, like, keep no. entering, like, Dude Love basically did. Like, Cabbage Jack and then Dude Love. Like I was Mick like, Foley? Yes, like Mick Foley. I was like, I hope there's not three different versions of Alexa in this Royal Rumble oh, match. So, um, but, yeah, um, I, was, I, w- I was happy to see them jump her. Um, Same. <laughs> um, I've never been that happy to see somebody get jumped before. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, yeah, jumper, jumper, yeah. What did you think, what'd you think of the Ember move in return? I think she's been in NXT this whole time, not out of the company, but just uh, yeah. NXT. I was pretty hyped about it. Yeah, it made you remember how important she was at one point, and it's like it's a shame that she had to go back to NXT to kind of get some of that mm-hmm. mystique she had lost. You know what I mean on the main t- on the main roster, yeah. but then also she got injured too, so that kind of messed up her run a little bit on the main roster. So I get it. Um, but I think she did the it was the eclipse yes. move when she came into the ring. Yo, that finish is hard. It is hard. <laughs> like I've always known it was dope, but just seeing her do it, I was like. This is what the main roster is missing, like this kind of stuff right here. Yeah, this entertaining acrobatic type stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it was nice to see her. She's always been one of my favorites, and I, I don't think I don't think she ever won the women's title. Did she either Raw or SmackDown? I don't think she did. I don't think she did either. No, I think she kind of. She never really had a chance to. Yeah, she kind of floated and stayed in the newcomer category. The newcomer category, and I think Oscar won it, but I don't think they ever put the belt on her, which is unfortunate. Hope that one day she actually does get it. Um. What do you think yeah. about the final three being Bianca and Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley? <laughs> I was like, yeah, Charlotte about to win. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, there's no way they're going to have Bianca win. Because yes. it's like, they never give you what, the, what you want. You know what I mean? They never give you what you want. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was dope. Like, it was like, okay, these are the top three in the, the division right now. But then also, I was like, man, like, what wasted talent is Rhea? Not wasted. I wouldn't say wasted. But... She won the Rumble last year. She went on to face Charlotte. Well, I think that, it was just I think like, Charlotte won the, I disappeared. Think, I think Charlotte won the Rumble last year, and Charlotte challenged Rhea for the Women's Championship for the NXT. You're title. right. You're right. But you're right. You're right. To me, like when I saw Bianca and Charlotte and Rhea, I was nervous because they were kind of building Rhea like a, like a monster. Like I think she eliminated like five people, and I said, "Well, we already saw Rhea versus Charlotte last year. I don't want to see that again. Like I don't want to see Rhea then being in the main event." I was like, I really hope that they push Bianca. So that's okay. We had two of the girls that are in this. We're already in the women's, you know, match for Mania last year. I hope that they just push Bianca. So that's like a new face to it. We're best case yeah. scenario. Bianca goes on and she eliminates Charlotte or she eliminates Rhea. Uh, and I'm glad that they did it and didn't do that whole. Well, she came this far. She came really, really close. It's like, no, you had the <laughs> opportunity to build a superstar, like a new superstar. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they did it. Do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I did it. You have the chance, so do it. Yeah. But not, I love that uh, they jumped her. <laughs> yeah, it was like, nah, Charlie, it's, nah. it's not going down right now. Yeah, there's too many. But times. then I was mad because like she pretty much like no sold their moves after a while and started hawking up. But I was like, no, like just get jumped. Yeah, get jumped. <laughs> just get jumped. Like we we know you're Charlotte and you're important, but it's about the other superstars right now. Right. So, but yeah, it was. I, I thought it was dope. It was those with the top three in the match. And Bianca went in like, bruh, I had, I'm telling you right now, I had the exact same feeling when Obama won. Like, I was hyped. 
<laughs> I was hyped. Like yeah. jumped up off the couch. I was hyped. Like I'm glad they I'm so glad they picked her and just chose a, a new star and took went to go on, down that pathway because WWE tends to have an issue where it's like they have they have stars, they have a bunch of stars, but they have no superstars. And the reason why mm-hmm. is because they consistently push the same people. So the fact that they just decided to make a new superstar, I was like, this is dope. Now we got a new face in the yeah. women's division. Like this is dope. So Best match of the night for me, just because my girl Bianca won. Yeah, same. Yeah, it felt like almost like when Kofi won that Mania versus Daniel Bryan. It was like, yes, like they finally got it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like they're listening to the fans and they got it right. They see that we're behind the superstar and they're actually giving us what we want. You know what I mean? And it's like this is what we pay to see, like yeah. people that deserve the spots. Um, and her speech, man, it made me emotional. Like she started crying. Yeah, dog. And you can tell, like she genuinely, like she loves, you know, wrestling, yes. and she loves the spot that she is, she's in. And I appreciate like that real, that realism to her character. And it's not just like I'm saying these four, three to four lines, right. these moves, and then I'm pinning you, and that's it. Like she's actually a real person behind the character. So that was that was very beautiful to see. But yeah, it was it was nice, man. She is. She deserves it. You know what I mean? She does. Uh, what was the next match? The KO versus Roman Reigns for the last minute standing match, you know, the Universal title? It was, it was. Uh, in a last man standing match at yes. that. So, this was probably one of my favorite matches of the year. So, dang, bro. Yes. <laughs> like, the Women's Rumble is definitely in there for sure. But, like, I love this match. This match was so dope to me. Like, it had a nice, aggressive start. Um, just a lot of the moves they did look very brutal, look real, and you could just tell like it was like the final showdown between the. T- Hopefully, it's the final showdown yeah. between the two of them, but you could tell, you know what I mean. And Kale was giving it his all, and once he hit that swanton off that forklift, bruh, bruh. And I, <laughs> I lost yeah. it. I, I popped so hard, I was like, "Yo, that's so hard." Yeah. And I gotta tell you, I was really excited. I missed at the very beginning. I misjudged this match because. It was yeah. when Roman was just beating KO with some tears and ring steps. I was like, yeah, I feel like this is a regular episode of SmackDown. Like, you know, like same we, old, we see old. this every week. KO gets beat in the stands. You know what I mean? I was just watching it like, you know, I misjudged the hardcoreness of the beginning because, um, you know, I have high expectations for a last man standing match, especially at the Royal Rumble. Like I'm comparing it to The Rock mm-hmm. versus Mick Foley, you know, like. I remember The Rock handcuffing this man and beating him within an inch of his life in front of his wife and kids. Like that was like the norm back then. But um, but once I like barbaric. Yeah, it was like really barbaric. But once the match really got going, like, yo, this what they started really turning up. Like the spot where not only the spot where KO uh went through the tables, like got thrown off the raptors into the tables, but when he that looks so yes, brutal. but when he blind when Roman blindsided him with a golf cart, I was like Oh, who does that? I was like, is he okay? I laughed out loud, bro. I la- I was like, yo, I did not see him coming. At right. All. He was just like, dude. <laughs> and then you just saw the plexiglass fold in. I was like, yo, this is crazy. I was like, this is the old WWE right, right here. Right. It's like, this is what y'all missing. Yeah. And then it went on to the, the forklift senton. And at that point, I was like, y'all got me. Yeah. Y'all got me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then the, the um, spot where um roman speared him through the screen like they really went all out man. Uh, yeah they did they did they did it almost felt like um there was a lot la- i think it was like a last man standing match uh is the royal rumble 2000 i believe and this uh cactus jack versus triple h it reminded me of that yeah. match a little yeah. bit like i had shades of that in there and i really appreciate it, it felt like 
you know, like just a OG Attitude Era wrestling match for me. Um, I did, I don't know if I care for the finish as much. Yeah, though. like the it was kind of weird because I would. So Roman got handcuffed to like that steel structure, you know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. think Paul like was like getting the keys to unhook it, and it seemed like the ref just stopped the count at one point because because Paul there. couldn't unlock the handcuffs. Like it was a little bit awkward right there. <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. That part where I was—that's the part where I was kind of like, uh, uh, like y'all had a really good match, and now it's kind of like y'all messed up the moment. Yeah, technically KO should have won the title from that. Yeah, it's like they had this great present, but then the pretty bow wasn't really there to seal the deal yeah. for me. But it was a it was a good match. Like it's still like one of my favorites so far in the year. So far, I can there could be other matches that might trump it, but for right now, this is one of my favorites. Yeah, one thing I gotta note though, I get that they're trying to give Roman a new like finisher, like the guillotine is now his finisher, whatever. But with everything mm-hmm. that we saw, like this man got ran over, got a golf cart, got thrown through like um Got, got speared through the screen, got put through tables, like him losing with a guillotine choke. Like, I was like, eh, I don't know about that. Like, but, yeah. you know, again, I'm kind of with you. I hope that this is like the end of the feud because I think KO's lost like three or four straight now. Like, I don't, I don't really think he can, has a right to challenge, just like Carmella. I don't think he really has a right to ask for another rematch. Like, you lost clean, like, each time. So I was like, eh, I don't know about that. But, um, He'd have to pull up Brian Pillman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Running into Stone Cold Steve Austin's house with a gun. Like, that's the only <laughs> thing. Because you're not going to win. win. Like, it's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. And then for some reason, I thought Jay Uso would pop yeah, up. Yeah, I thought so too. I was like, it's interesting. He wasn't point. in the story. Like, and you know. Where did he go? Like, he just disappeared. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> he was a part of the storyline, and they just, he lost to, was it Daniel Bryan? And then he just disappeared. Yeah. So, that was interesting. But maybe he'll pop back up later yeah, on. And then surprisingly, like this this card, this match card actually wasn't really long. But I mean, I liked it that way because of the Rumble. I mean, they had the men and women's Rumble match, so that was enough in itself. Like each match was like an hour. So yeah. So the last match of the night was a men's Royal Rumble. Um, what did you think about them before? Like before it even started announcing Edge and Orton as number one and number two. Like, what did you think about that? Like, I didn't really like it for real. <laughs> like when I saw it, I was like, what? <laughs> Like yeah, automatically have Why? Just, just get those two spots to start off. Like, and I guess it kind of makes sense because of their history together. But I don't know. I just I didn't really care for that one. And then having Edge come back, I thought it was cool for the Rumble. But I think it would be better as a surprise again. Maybe yes. Like we don't expect it, and it's like oh, two years in a row he comes back. Like I would rather that kind of thing happening. And I feel like it kind of ruined a little bit for me, just them announcing it early. And then Braun Strowman yeah. too. Like, I think Braun Strowman came back on SmackDown. On SmackDown. Ruined him. Yeah, that ruined him coming back for me too. So, But Same. there were other surprises I, in the match that were cool, but I don't know yeah, how I for, about this order. Yeah, for me, it took the wind out of his return. Like, I feel like, not that they'd have the exact same pop that he got last year, because this is not yeah. live, but yeah. had this been live, it'd be like, whoa, Edge is back. Like, it would have been like yeah. huge. So, I guess they maybe I don't know if they just wanted more subscribers to tune in, but they could have kept Edge a secret, and it still would have been just as major. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But one thing about the Orton thing, the fact that Orton never—I don't even think he technically ever even entered the ring—but the fact that he didn't, I was thinking in the back of my mind, like I kind of had him in the Rumble for me in the entire time. In the back of my mind, I was like, "All right, Orton's got to win. He's never was eliminated. He never really entered the ring." 
So like the, when the refs took him to the back, I was like, yeah, in the back of my mind, I just said, Orton is going to be one of the last two people in the ring. <laughs> like straight up, just yeah. knowing WWE and having seen that happen with, I think Vince oh, won one year because of that, or maybe Vince or Stone Cold. I think it was the one with, with Austin in it. It's like, I just mm-hmm. seen that so many times with WWE. I was like, okay, Orton's going to come back. Um, like, there was one second where I was like, is he hurt? And then after that, I was like, no, nah, it's Randy. <laughs> you can never trust the Viper. You can't trust the snake. Like, <laughs> like I just went into like this little kid logic, like, no, nah, it's Randy Orton. Uh, I was like, he's got to come back. Not. He's got to come back. He's got to come back. So right. I, I had it back in my mind, too, where I was like, there's a chance he might just pop in at the last second and be like, oh, oh I won. And then yeah. I even thought he was going to win the match for a second just because of Same. that. What do you think about the Carlito return? Dude, actually looks like he looks like he's in better shape now than he was like a decade ago. Yo, he is ripped. <laughs> Dude yeah. is ripped. I'm jealous, man. Right. Um, I thought it was dope, man. It just like there was more nostalgia happening. And I know like he kind of had problems with the company in the past before. So I never thought that this return would happen, but it was just dope to see him. I think he went out a little fast for me. I would have liked to have seen him mix it up with more current, Same. you know, superstars. But it was just dope to see him come in. I yeah. wish you would have spit the apple though. That was the main. Now thing. they can't do that because of the Rona, bro. They can't do that because of the Rona. Ah, can't. you are right. You're cannot right. Cannot do that. <laughs> cannot do. You're that. right. Uh, I still wanted to see it though. But you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. It was also dope to see the little New Day reunion. It was like really short, but they did a little quick New Day reunion. I think they were mm-hmm. wearing the Brody Lee gear. Him and it was. Dope. It wasn't Kofi because Kofi, uh, I guess, was injured. But it was uh, Biggie and uh, Xavier Woods. Still don't know why they couldn't be on the same brand, but it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, do that. Um, the they actually had another. They had another debut. I think the Damian Priest debuted on the main roster. He did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if this means that he's going to be coming up to the main roster, or is it just that he just popped up in the Rumble and he's just going to go back to NXT? Yeah. But it was dope to see him. Like I feel like every time I see him on the main roster, he gets better and better. Like, when I first, when he was in the Survivor Series match not too long ago, where it was, like, NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown, I wasn't that big on him. But, like, now I'm starting to kind of get the hype behind him. Same. And I think he would bring some fresh energy to the main roster if they booked him in the right way. Like, give him the Keith Lee, you know, kind of push. I think he'll do very well. But it was I, it was dope to see him, too. Yeah. I personally think they should put him on either on SmackDown. SmackDown is probably the best way to have somebody debut because just on Raw, it's like, eh. I don't know. Yeah. Careers get still over there. For a second, I was like, what if he won and then he went against Roman? That would be a pretty good launching pad for him. It would be. <laughs> That's I think a that huge launching pad, so. bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huge, yeah. So. Okay, but when Bad Bunny came out and because I think Miss, Miz messed up his turntables, like, I was, I was positive we were about to see an awkward spot, but his dive mm-hmm. was definitely – Two times better than Snoop Dogg's was when he was on AEW. Um, he has some air to it. Like he has he some actually, air to it. It's like did he practice this? Like because it didn't look like Snoop practices. <laughs> it like there was like a hey, Snoop going to tie rope jump fam. Like that's, that's what his look like. This looked like they rehearsed Bad Bunny doing this. Like he right. looked really good doing it. He looked good doing it. I'm sure they just did it for the blogs just to have like a one second shot of like oh yeah we have Bad Bunny flying up. I was like okay all right this big pop star. <laughs> yeah, um, they got. Oh, actually, Riddle got a huge pop when he hit the ring. Like, I don't, I don't know if you heard it, but it seemed like the crowd, like the live, not the live crowd, but the um, <laughs> the, the people crowd, on the monitors. Yeah, the people on the monitors. Like, it seemed like, like organic. It seemed like, like organic, 
it seemed like organic and not like forced yeah. crowd noise. Like people actually loved him. I actually like when Riddle came out. And everything. Got you. I was about uh, to be like, "Yo, what crowd noise did you hear?" <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's for your quarter fam. But no, yeah. no, I see you. Would you, uh, would you think of the Kane and Daniel Bryan reunion they had for like two seconds? It was nice, man. At first, when Kane came out, I was like, "No, we yes. see you every Rumble, man. This isn't yeah. special anymore." And they're always like, "You know Kane's record? Kane's record every time." <laughs> Right. But it's like, has Kane won? No, no. he has not won. No, he's not. <laughs> he hasn't won, so it doesn't count, sir. Um, but I don't know. Like, It was cool to see him because it's Kane, but at the same time, it was like, I've seen this a bunch of times. But it I was think nice Damian Priest that. eliminated Kane. Like, that was big for him, kind of. Yeah, it was pretty big. Yeah. But yeah, it was dope to, to see the team held no reunion. Um, they're, they're a pretty solid team. They're entertaining for a while. Um, I wish they would have helped each other out more in the match, but yeah. for the most part, it was, a, it was a cool little moment between the two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you noticed like Corbin eliminating Shinsuke at like it was like number nineteen like, but to me it mm-hmm. just meant that they were done with the whole Shinsuke push like when he got eliminated so early, especially yeah. at, like number nineteen because you know before I was like okay are they booking Shinsuke to fight Roman like what's going on and then he just got eliminated so early I was like okay well they're definitely done with it now because he <laughs> wasn't one of the last you know top five or anything like that so he doesn't really have a claim to say. All right, I deserve a match with Roman now, you know. Yeah, it's it's pretty much it. Like <laughs> that's a wrap. You get eliminated early like that, like it's not there's no coming back from it. Yeah. Um, what about the who who else came in? Was it Hurricane? The Hurricane was it was in it? Yes, uh the Hurricane. I want to say Hurricane Helms, but he has so many different names. Yeah. The Hurricane. I <laughs> I was happy he came in, but I was like, he might not last that long. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just because of how much of a joke his character was when he was there, like I didn't see him lasting too long. But it was dope to see, you know, a legend come in and um, have that spot. For the record, the Hurricane was one of my favorite characters back in the day. Uh, don't really? know why. Yeah, I don't know why, bro. It was just, I mean, it was kind of, it was silly, but it was one of my favorites. Uh, just because of the whole gimmick <laughs> stuff, the super gimmick. Um, but what's up was, with that? What's up with that? But it was weird because literally like three months ago we saw him in the final deletion match in AEW. So now he just Yeah. I guess he got that bag though. You know what I'm saying? I got that call from Vince, like, yo, you need me. You know what I mean? He's um, like, hey, I got a bag for you. Come in this yeah. rumble. And he was like, All right, bet. Less it was less than a minute. I think it was eliminated like less than a minute. Like he entered and then he was out by the time that <laughs> the next person was like they were doing the countdown. I was like, dang. It's um, like that did not last long at all. Right. And it would have been cool to see him and like Ricochet have a moment together. Yes. Cause like Ricochet is kind of like billed as like the superhero esque, or he was for a while. I don't know what his character is now. But that'd have been cool to see like two superheroes go against each other and kind of have that little moment. Wait on that. Like, they don't care about Ricochet. Yeah. Don't care Wait about on Ricochet. that contract expire. AW. Um <laughs> But yo, but what did you think about the whole Christian return? Christian return on Edge in the ring. It was tough. I didn't I didn't even think I would see Christian return at all. And when I saw it, I was like, we got to see Christian versus Edge or <laughs> Christian and Edge versus Yo, somebody. Let's, yeah, let's have them team up. Um, yeah, team up first, obviously, but I'd like to see them go against each other. You know, at, at some point, either if it's like out of competition or just like heel versus face, I kind of wanted to see some of that. But then it's like, that might take up, you know, other people's opportunities as well. I, I think a tag match, them versus like a current tag match would be cool. Like maybe them versus uh, Street Profits or something. That'd be pretty dope. The New Day. Yeah. But it was, it was cool to see him. And yeah, for me, like he was, he was, he was good. Like he could still go. And I don't mean like in like a you still got it type of way. I mean, like he legit was quick and can still go. Yeah. So I definitely wouldn't mind him seeing like 
maybe like another run. I don't know about for a title, like you said, like because the new guys, it's kind yeah. of their time to step in, but he definitely can go. Um, but at the same time, like well, while all this was going on, still the Randy thing was distracting for me because like <laughs> in the back of my mind, like we were at number 26. I was just looking at the ring. I was looking at everybody in the ring. We had Riddle, Christian, Edge, AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, and Rey Mysterio. And all I could think in the back of my mind is, yeah, Randy Orton's probably going to pop up and get this because he's never living. <laughs> that anxiety. Like, it was anxiety. It was like the Viper is somewhere. Like he's around the corner. Where is he at, bro? Um, like a snake. Like waiting <laughs> to slither in. Like a snake. But uh, what do you think of uh, Rey Mysterio coming out at number 26 and Michael Cole plugging the beer? Yeah, that, oh, was, that, was, so, that was a little bit. The entire, the entire time he came out, he was like, Rey Mysterio. And then, you know, Victoria Beer. And I was like, huh? Yeah. I just feel like that kind of killed his interest for me. It did. I'm like, yo, yo, it's Rey Mysterio. And it's just like, Victoria Beer. He just really plugged that. That was so awkward for me. Yeah, it felt super forced. I was like, yo, like, just let Ray be a legend for a second. Right. Like, let's not plug this beer. He could do this later. Right. He could be in the back with Dominic. Let's have a beer. Victoria <laughs> beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'd rather that. But one one big thing did come out of the Rumble. Almost finally put his hands on somebody. He literally grabbed E from in, outside the ring and brought him. Like I think he brought like Biggie was inside of the ring. Almost was standing outside and he grabbed him and pulled him outside. I was like, yo, this is a huge dude. Like, dude was just standing up and did that. Um, <laughs> he just yoked him up like Debo. Yoked him up. And then I thought, I think he also, I think he also, like, he grabbed him out, out to 619 and, like, took him out. You know what I mean? Um, so. Yeah. It kind of bothered me a little bit. I was happy he finally did something. But it's like, why you want to do something at the most important moments? Right. Like, <laughs> Can we just let this be fair and square? But then I was like, okay, at least he's doing something. Yeah. But I feel like eventually somebody's gonna want some revenge yeah. on him, right? Like for interfering in the matches. So yeah, we'll see if he mixes mixes up in the rings soon. So yeah, and for me, I don't know about you, like I was kind of surprised to see Seth like his music hit, and I low key was like, who is this? <laughs> like Same. I haven't yeah. heard his music in so long. Like it was started playing, yeah. I was like. Okay, this isn't the rock song. Like, who is this right now? Like, what character is this? And the Seth came out. I was like, oh yeah, Seth Rollins, bro. Like, he's employed. Like, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, this guy. Um. So did you did you want to see the Rock come out? Were you expecting the Rock to come out? I you mentioned him. I did. I did. But like, because I was thinking I, in my mind, I was still thinking, all right, the main event is still got to be like the Rock versus Roman Reigns at some point for WrestleMania. But maybe that's just not. Yeah. Him. I think maybe they just yeah. scrapped that. I don't know, but um, but my odds on favorite as far as like winning the rumble in my mind was again, I think it was gonna be like Daniel Bryan or something. I think for the men, I wanted Daniel Bryan to win, and for the women, I wanted Bianca to win. With the Orton thing, it was like, okay, Orton, Orton is here, Orton is takes precedence over else. Um, but again, like you said, with the whole Braun Strowman thing, it's like since they announced certain people were already gonna be in it, it kind of ruined certain spots for me. I was like, all right. Because we got down to the final seven, it was like Riddle and Edge and Christian and Daniel Ryan, Seth and Braun and Orton still in it. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. like just waiting in the back somewhere. So because they had already announced the Braun thing on SmackDown and because Orton was already in at the beginning, I knew that certain people like The Rock or whatever just weren't going to be in it at a certain point. I I wanted to see him, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Like I just wanted to see him win it and then go on to face Roman. But maybe that's something they'll say for later. Yeah. 
like if they don't do it this year, and then who knows? Like the winner, we haven't gotten to the winner yet of the Rumble, right. <laughs> but who knows? Like he may pick, you know, Drew McIntyre, and then Rock can still come back, or maybe they'll do it in the future. Right. But I definitely still want to see that match. Like at least that head. I feel like it's a perfect time to have Roman versus Rock. You got this head of the table character, but maybe they'll save it for when the fans come back or something. Yeah. I don't think that. I don't think that Roman can be an even bigger heel than he already is right now. Like for me, it's a perfect time. Like. It's the time is right. Yeah. Give us a match, bro. Like, I mean, it's perfect. This feels like yeah. it is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like only only bigger ooze can calm down big ooze. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what <laughs> facts, what did you facts. think about the twist at the whole end? Like, did you think because I was thinking Orton again the whole entire time? I thought Orton was gonna steal it. So when he did do it, I was like, this is over. What did you think about the twist at the end where where Edge actually won it? So I think first before that, I really liked how Seth was trying to use Braun to take out Edge and Christian. Oh, yeah. He was like our time is now. Their time is done. Like, I, I like the whole thing. I always like it when they have the legends versus, like, the younger yeah. guys. Because it's kind of like a full circle thing. Like, it's like, I watched these two superstars as I grew up, and now they're the veterans. And there's these other superstars that I'm watching now as an adult. How do they, you know, coincide and mesh together in the ring? So that was kind of a cool dynamic to see. And then Braun was like, nah, fam. <laughs> I'm, not a good, I'm not a good team. I'm on my own team. <laughs> Um, but I, I definitely did not expect Edge to win and have that twist at the end. Like, I thought Randy's going to come in, throw him out, and then Randy wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then maybe somehow, like, The Fiend pops out or something. And I was surprised The Fiend wasn't in the match. Right. Either. But um, I, just, I did not expect that. I thought either Seth or Randy was going to pull it off. Because Seth versus Roman would be, you know, something Vince would book, right. too. Uh, but, yeah, I, just, I did not expect that at all. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not mad at Edge winning. It's just I felt like... Maybe it could have went to a younger star, but I'm also like, it's Edge, and he hasn't been around for like a decade, a while, yeah. a decade, and there's so much time lost that we haven't seen him really make up. So it's like, I'm happy for it, but at the same time, it's like, eh, you know what I mean? So that's what if I mean. Goldberg had what it'd be different, you know what I mean? But Edge to me is not, I'd be living. Edge, yeah, Edge to me <laughs> is not in the same category as Goldberg. Like, I'm coming each time to collect a check, like, Edge clearly. When he returned at the last Rumble, he was looking to go like back full time because he was on Raw and everything, and he just got injured after like the greatest mm-hmm. match or whatever. So to me, like, yeah, yeah, I would rather it go to a younger guy, but Edge to me is not like part time status. So I'm cool with him winning it, right? And I'm cool with him going on right. to fight, you know, Roman or whoever, you know, Drew, whoever still has a title at that moment. So yeah, um, overall, I think him and Drew would be a dope story to tell. Oh yeah, too, if they did it the correct way. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I'd want to see him against Roman because I don't want to see Roman disrespect Edge yeah. and what he's done. But I think him versus Drew would be a really dope match, especially if like Edge maybe turned a little heel, or maybe Drew turned a little heel. I think that'd be really dope. Yeah, to see. I honestly think that what may end up happening is Drew might end up losing the title to Orton, and it ends up being Edge versus Orton at WrestleMania. That's kind of just kind of what I see. Um, because yeah. Drew and Edge are both good guys, so I they good guy right. versus good guy at WrestleMania. It has to be a bad guy versus mm-hmm. a good guy. That is just uh, that's the format. WWE. It is what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean, I guess yeah. we'll see. We'll, we'll have see. to see. Um, overall, I gave it. I gave this pay per view like four stars. What did you rate it? It was the same thing. Yeah. Always on point. <laughs> four <right>? to five. <laughs> always on point. Yeah, we always on point. You know what I mean, it's the off rest of the podcast, but we're not so awful sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. When I gave it four to, f- <laughs> but, uh, I gave it four to five. I just thought it was a solid show. Like the women's rumble was really great. That was probably the highlight of the show. Kale versus Roman was so entertaining. Versus like that ending was kind of me. 
And then the men's rumble was pretty solid too. Besides, like, you know, just some little things, but it was a dope card. They saved themselves with this one because <laughs> Raw and SmackDown's getting a little stale. And I feel like this gives them a chance to kind of build something towards me. Right. It was a great card for me. They didn't like book way too many matches. They knew that the men's and women's rumble was already like an hour long. So I think it was just the right amount of time. And the winners like weren't very predictable. It was like, you know, they got me and the right people won, in my opinion. So same here, four out of five stars. Mm-hmm. Well, that was another episode of the Offer Us and Podcast. And please do remember. If you did not like what we had to share, then it is the Offer Us and Podcast. We told you from the jump that it would be trash, so you can't really complain about it. But uh, we'll see y'all next time. Peace. It's going to be about 35 minutes.